Hello, hello, hello. Welcome along to Benchcast. I'm Neville O'Donoghue, and this is a podcast for bench warmers. Listen to me now, listen to me. Which phone is that? That's the second time it's gone off. We're going to do it. Tyson Fury. It's Torres to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. You're a county? Absolutely not. That's a load of rubbish, Brechon, to be quite honest. Uh, He's a disgrace to have a football club. What a belt he's given it. I, 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 I love I love I love me county, you know. We love Jamalans! On this podcast I talked to Tipperary hurler Alan Toynan. Alan broke onto the Tip squad this year and what a season he had. I talked to Alan about playing with Tip, playing with his club, also being playing with being involved in the Munster Rugby Academy, and we also look ahead to the all Ireland hurling final between Kilkenny and Limerick. With that, hope you enjoy the pod. Alan Toynan. Alan, how are you? Good, good. Neville yourself? Not too bad. Um, look, we might as well start with, I suppose, the, your hur- the hurling first, like your inter-county this year. But um, I'll just, I'll start at the latest and we'll go backwards. But I must say I was very disappointed because obviously I got strong connections to tip the way you went out in the championship to Galway, you know. I was, I suppose you were disappointed with that, were you? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Look, um I suppose nobody's ever happy to, to lose a game, especially um, a knockout game. And I suppose co- coming in with Tip this year, there was probably a lot of question marks around us. Um, I suppose with with how last year went, and uh, I suppose we probably answered a lot of them early on in the year, and then we faded away against against um, against Waterford badly. And I suppose. Her next game was Galway. Well, was awfully, and um, I suppose we put a big score up there. But um, I suppose the next massive test for us was was, was Galway, and we we just never got going in the day. Um, I suppose it was really disappointing. Um, and that's probably one of the most disappointing things is that we just we we never even picked up any bit of momentum in the game at all. We had nearly the whole game on Galway's terms. I suppose yeah. they had Colin Mannion kind of sitting back deep and we fed into his hands um, for a long part of that game. Um, so looking back on the field, we, we didn't we didn't change much, um, I suppose, but our intensity and everything like that was way off as players. So, uh, yeah. yeah, really, really disappointed way to go out of the championship, um, especially kind of... You know, you when you watch the next kind of couple of games, and you're you're kind of thinking, oh, what what could we do there, and and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I suppose disappointing in that regard. Yeah, no, that's the reason I bring it up because I watched um, Galway against Limerick, you know, and I was very disappointed in Galway. And I remember watching that, and I said to myself, you know, something. I bet your tip would have given Limerick a way better game. Like I just thought you were you were off at that day. You played mm-hmm. Galway, but and the other question I'd like to ask is to go on is that. Obviously, you're on the border there between uh, Tip and Offaly. Did you? A lot of some people said, did you put a lot into the Offaly game, maybe? And then, or, or is that fair to say, like, or because then you um, kind of get stuck against Galway, like, you know? Yeah, we, we did put a lot into the Offaly game, but we put a lot into every game. Like, we didn't compare any difference to from Offaly to Galway or or vice versa. Like, you know, uh, 
we just kind of, I suppose, you were taking every every team as they came and, and you just wanted to put your best foot forward and, and put your best performance out there. Um, and just, I suppose, fortunately, we did that against against God or against Offley, but we, we just didn't t- turn up a week later against um yeah. ag- against Galway. There was there was nothing to do with, I suppose, putting too much into one week and not enough into the next. It was just, yeah. we just seemed to be very flat. Um, for some reason, I don't know what it was against against Galway. Um, but no, I suppose it wasn't that we put extra into one week and not into a into another. What what you're on about? You were kind of flat there. What do you think of the structure of the championship? Are you happy with it? Because that's the big debate the whole time, like you know. Yeah. Um. Look, I suppose. Looking at it, you know, I suppose Munster is is, is so competitive now. With the minute, like there's not one easy game. Uh, well, I suppose in inter county, there's not one easy game. But if you're probably comparing teams, you would say Munster is probably a bit a bit stronger than um a couple of other provinces. So, uh, you know, like I I, I remember my first taste of championship hurling was against Clare, and then like next up you have Cork. And then you go play Limerick, uh, um, you know, a week after that, and like that's of course it's not easy. You're trying to, you're trying to get the like you know get your body right. Um, between all those games, like a lot of lads picks up pick up little knocks. Um, you're still trying to keep ten, uh, training to a certain intensity that you don't want it to to slip and and go away, um, altogether. But I suppose look, or. Or, or SNC um our background team like uh, have been really good in that regard and, and trying their best to keep us as fresh as we possibly can be. Um but, but yeah happy. it is it's a really tough structure to would, to would you like to, another week or two maybe if it was extended another week or two? Look I suppose yeah there's there's probably no I know I suppose I seen Connor Whelan come out and said he was kind of looking at maybe the championship going on into into August and you probably would agree with him a small bit, but then you look at the you, like I suppose we were beaten out with tape. You go straight back in with your club, and you're kind of looking at it from a club perspective. Then and you're like, well, like these lads have been training all year too, and you know it's it's tough on them. But um, yeah. yeah, there's probably no right answer or wrong answer, but it's just trying to find a probably happy medium between both. And I suppose maybe if. If the 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 structure maybe did go on a small bit longer, it would nearly give everyone. You know, if you got two weeks between every single game. Now we were probably fortunate enough this year in what way it fell for us. We did get two weeks between a lot of games. Um, but if you if you know you knew you had the the comfort of having two weeks between every single game, I suppose yeah. Yeah. it would make things a small bit easier. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think they probably will do that as well. Like just a week or two would be no harm. But um, just to talk then, I suppose if I'm right in saying so, well, according to your Wikipedia, like obviously I was following your journey, but like you broke up, you broke into the tip team this year, was in the league, and tell us like yeah. how tell us how you how you got your chance and how did you get in there? Um, I suppose I played rugby for the last kind of. From when I left school for four or five years after after school, but uh, just that didn't work out, and I just went back and played with my club. Um, so I actually the first year I actually got called into the panel was in twenty twenty one, I think, under Liam Sheedy. Um, now look, I was miles off it. I I I did probably I know probably called me in because the scene maybe 
a small bit of potential in me from when I was younger and stuff, but it, it couldn't have been anything from that championship yeah. um, because I didn't have a good club championship with Ross Gray and then went in there and I suppose, look, I knew myself I was I was miles off the pace, but I just tried to take as much from it um, as I could and, and try to get, uh, get up to the pace things as quick as I could. Um, and then last year, I was in at the start of the year, um, just ended up breaking my foot and then came back, broke my foot again, so I had to get an operation. So that was just a disaster of the year uh, for me personally. And then I suppose we got, kind of got back for the, the latter end, end, end of the kind of club championship. And I suppose with my club, Ross Gray, we, we actually done quite well last year. We won um, the Senior B kind of county final. So Shame Serene in, in, uh, in Tipperary. So we won that, um, had a decent enough club campaign, and then we went on into Munster, got to Munster final, and unfortunately we lost out to Moan Lean there in, in Limerick. So uh, I suppose Liam and, and Mikey in the backroom team kind of got to see a good bit of me in, um, in club club action, and looked to seem to kind of like what they saw. And then, you took her but time. I was under no illusions kind of going in that, look, I was probably well down the pecking order in, um, in terms of players. And like you look around Tip and, I suppose there's a lot of really, really good stickmen in the county, and yeah. I'd be probably quite the opposite to to a lot of to a lot of them. So I just kind of knew I had to kind of bring my own stamp and and just show what I'm good at. And I suppose thankfully, I, I kind of done that early on, and and thankfully the two boys backed me and um, they threw me in in the deep end. My first my first league game was against Kilkenny, um, yeah. so no no easy game there, and. Um, I suppose coming up, like Martin Killian Buckley and Derek Hart, like two lads who have kind of you know, been real consistent hurlers for Kenny over a number of years. Yeah. Um, and I actually done fairly okay in that game. Um, so that gave me a, quite a lot of confidence kind of going forward. And I suppose then knowing that the two, like Mikey and Liam backed me and the rest of the backroom team, like, you know, that kind of does give you a small bit of confidence. Um yeah, look, I just kind of went out with it. felt like I had a point to prove in every single game. And yeah. I knew if, if I had one bad game, it probably would have set me back a lot more than maybe some other lads who had built up some, you know, something in the bank there over a couple yeah. of seasons by playing really well. I, you know, I knew it was my first year and uh, yeah. every performance had to be had to be to the to as good as I possibly could be. So, um, so that's the kind of attitude I went in with uh, to a lot of games. We we got a few questions in when I put it up last night that you're going to be on, and uh, but I, I I do think this is a good one, and I'll be very disappointed if you answer it wrong, you know. But it, it's a trick one as well, kind of like um, I think one of the lads said you won a, a monster minor with Tip, but uh, is that true? Is that right? Yeah. Right. The question was, um, would you? I don't know. This might be unfair one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Would you prefer, to, like, obviously, just to explain to anyone listening? You were on the Leinster Schools team, the team that won the first Leinster Schools of Ross Gray. Would you prefer mm. a tip minor medal or would you prefer that Leinster Schools medal? Is that just the Munster medal or the Ireland medal? Just the Munster, we'll say. Ah, my school one, I keep. It has to be the school one, right? Doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. I think, look, you know, you're set like you went to Ross Gray. You know, like Ross Gray is just like being, it's like a little club in itself. So, um, small little population. Um, everyone there, you're 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 living together for a lot of time. So, uh, you know, you're you're really really close with them lads, and you're spending 
you're spending a lot of time with them. So uh, I suppose the friendship you have there with all of them and then like probably people don't realise the amount of training that goes into a school and senior club team. Like yeah. it was five days a week, like so but, you know, there was a lot put into it. Um now we're not saying there wasn't a lot put into a temporary minor team either, but there was yeah. absolutely loads put into that too. But I suppose yeah, no, like being with them lads that I was there from when I moved to the school in second year the whole way up to to sixth year, like that was that was unbelievable. That was that's one of the best memories I, I'll ever have on that. Well, but I, 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 I suppose the, the key point here is just to move on from it now is that like um because I, I played rugby in Rascray and we had some good teams, but the school never won a school's medal, like, you know. So that was mm. the magnitude of that, like, you know, I suppose. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it was massive to be the first and like I suppose from my time in the school, there was actually a lot of really, really good teams like uh that went through. Like I remember you know, Sean O'Brien who played for Connacht, like his his kind of team, they were they were savage and they were exceptional. Yeah. And um they actually lost out to Black Rock, who had like I, I'd say they probably have ten internationals out of that team now. Yeah. Um and they only lost out by like two or three points from the end. Yeah. Um so you know, you kind of looking at those teams that didn't do it, and then to say, Oh, geez, eventually we were the team that actually kind of got over the line, and that, yeah, that's really special. It's a really nice memory to look back on it as well. Well, like, look, we'll go back to the hurling, then I suppose people listening to this one here about hurling. But one thing that did strike me, I don't know, did the commentator say it? Obviously, I'm a Cork man, but I think I was watching it that day. You're playing against Cork and Park and Creeve, and you did a sidestep at one stage in the game, and I think you put it over the bar. Would you give, like, just to any young listeners listening to this podcast? Like there's a lot to be said for playing other sports when you're younger, you know. Hundred percent, ah, definitely. Um, I suppose I'd I'd encourage, um, all all youngsters just to go and try their hand at anything they possibly can. I would have played a lot of soccer when I was younger, um, and then I suppose when I went to Australia, I would have had to give that, given that up to to play rugby at the weekends. But I would have played hurling, soccer, um, rugby, a lot of Gaelic football. I remember, like, I would have done boxing, kickboxing. No, not for long or I was never any good at it. But I threw my hand at it and just, uh, I suppose, be as 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 active as I possibly could have been when I when I was younger. And um, but you know, there there definitely there's loads and loads of different benefits from playing different sports growing up. And they'll, you know, you'll have little snippets that will really help you. In that game, you do choose to stick to when you do have to finally make a decision. So, um, no. you know, I suppose, yeah, playing hurling now, I, I'm lucky enough that I would probably have a background in rugby, and you probably would have done a lot working on your footwork and and yeah. I'm working on, I suppose, breaking tackles and stuff like that. And that's gone massive now in in the modern game of hurling. Like you have to, a lot of games are kind of played you're playing through the lines a small bit, so. Um and I suppose as a midfield half forward, you're the one that's trying to break that line to get a ball into the into the full forward line or yeah. or um don't get your own score yourself. Yeah. Uh so yeah, playing playing rugby definitely was really helpful, kind of with the running lines and I suppose evasion and stuff like that. We would work on a lot when we were younger. So. What you work with yourself, Alan? Because um, and what what you do yourself? Because I'm just thinking there, like. The demands now in intercounty are absolutely huge. Like you know, like to call it amateur now is an insult. Like you know, it's, mm. it's professional. Like, but what what you do yourself and you and you think the demands are nearly too much for a GA player or intercounty? Um, I I wouldn't think they're too much. But to be honest, I wouldn't like to put any less into it. Um, 
you know, I suppose it's been it's been like this for a, a good few years now. Like I look at it and I see, you know, you the likes of Shamey and, and Noel and Bonner and Paddy Mar, like these lads and like they have been doing that for, for 14, 15 years now. And like people probably would have said, you know, oh, it, it, it was amateur even when they were starting. But you look at their physiques and you look at their mindset towards things and you're like, these lads are would be, you know, if this was a professional game, they'd be top, top professionals. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, you know, just what I, what I would do myself, say we obviously get programs sent to us, uh, gym programs. I do get, Say I don't have to go to Turles to to go and do that, so I, I would do that at home by myself. Um, I suppose look, I would have known my hurling wouldn't be as good as the like the Knowles or Jason Cowards or anyone like that, so I would have had to probably put in a lot of time at a ball wall, um, just to get my strike and back up to scratch it. Um, I suppose when I first kind of got onto the panel, Tommy Dunn was involved, um, and Tommy was involved last year. And I would have done loads and loads of one-on-one sessions with him actually out in the school in Ross Gray. Yeah. Um, so we would have met up any morning kind of possible just to, just for striking or shooting or first touch work, anything like that. So he was really, really helpful to me, um, especially trying to make the transition back into Ireland. So, yeah, you put in, look, you, to try be as best you possibly can. And I'm sure every intercounty hurler will say it, there's there's an amount of hours that, that you do put in um, by yourself and you mightn't even think it. Like sometimes it's just your nutrition, like, and yeah. your, you know, your help, your, well, I'm lucky enough, I'm still at home, so my mother's cooking for me, but she's, she's making me good meals and stuff like that. Um, but you, you'd see with other lads, like they're, they're putting a lot of time into that kind of stuff to, to be in the best physical shape that they can be in. No, the the skill level is unbelievable, and the 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 athletes like you look at the Limerick team, they're like. But anyway, actually, we we'll just have one quick talk about that then, I suppose, because people listening to this, hopefully, they might listen to it tomorrow morning before the All Ireland final. But um, who do you think is going to win it then? You would have played against both, obviously, this year, Limerick and uh, Kilkenny. Yeah, I suppose. Look, we would have played played both from in very probably different stages of the year. We would have played. Kilkenny in our second league match, they were same as ourselves, kind of just new management team with Derek Ling and whatever. Um, we I, I can't remember what we won by, but you know we won we won fairly well in the end, I suppose that day. Um, and then we had two encounters against against Limerick. Um, I suppose in the league semi where we put in a really really good first half and then just got blown away in the second. And then a really, really good game in the most championship uh, in Turles, which was, you know, it was a pure battle for for the whole game. Uh, yeah. And uh, I suppose what was kind of maybe encouraging for us was in the semi final when they took the lead, like they just powered on, whereas in this game they didn't. And we clawed it back and John McGrath stood up and, and put a free over the bar in the last, last book of the game to level it. But, uh, no, look, obviously two really, really good teams. Um, I suppose going in, Limerick are, are probably everyone's favourites, and rightly so. They've, they've won about the last three in a row or whatever in four or five years. They're monster champions. People say they're not the team they used to be or are not firing as well as what they were. I think that's a lot of yeah, crap, yeah. to be honest. Um, I wouldn't buy into that. They're, they're, they're a serious outfit, but 
Yeah, then but you look at Sean Finn and Declan Hannon are two massive blows, like I'm telling you. Ah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But they still have, you know, they will have done it who to go back, centre back, David Reed to go centre forward, and Keen Lynch, who has what his hurt of the year, however many all stars just yeah. come back in and captain side. Um, do you know, of course, Declan Hannon's going to be a massive loss. Um, he's probably their go to man a lot of the time. Do you know, you always see him busting out defence, popping over. Two or three pints a game, like which is, you know, that's exactly what you want from your centre back. But he, he he dictates a lot of their play as well. Yeah. And then I suppose I would probably say up there, uh, with the best defenders in 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 Ireland is is, is Sean Finn, like um, yeah. him and I, I would think Carl Barrett are probably the two best cornerbacks in, yeah. uh, in Ireland. And um, so obviously he's a massive loss. But look, they've been without him for the whole the whole championship, so they're probably used to. They're used to not having him this year, but I suppose, you know, it, it might have took him a while to 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 knock a, so not having Declan hand there in the semi, but they they coped fairly well in the second half and powered on. But um, who's going to I, win? It? I I I give Kilkenny a massive chance. I really do. I think Adrian Mullen coming back in after that thumb injury, like what a what an asset to have. Owen Cody's in. Form of his life at the minute, him and Aaron Glenn like each other. It's a shootout probably in this game for her of the year. And um, you can never write off TJ, he's he, he's hurling unbelievable again as well at the minute. And I suppose Mikey Butler has been a, a really, really good um, man marker. So it'd be interesting, interesting to see who he's on. I wouldn't say he'll be on Aaron Glenn because maybe height difference or whatever. So you could never see him on someone like Peter Casey or someone like that. Um, but uh, look. I don't know who I even want to win, to be honest. But well, uh, to hop on the ball, like, yeah. I, I do, I do, I do think, I do think Limerick are probably going to do it, maybe by just maybe like last or two pints. All right. Well, I, I suppose final few questions. Then I'll, um, I suppose I ask all my guests this: is uh, who's the best player? Actually, seeing as you played a lot of rugby, I'll ask it in both. Who's the best hurler you played with and against? And I suppose go on, I'll ask you who was the best rugby player you played with and against. Um, so I suppose hurler, the best player I've played with. There's a, f- uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Noel McGrath, the best hurler that I've played with. Um, I suppose, like Shamey would be Shamey Callan would be really really up there. Um, kind of struggled with injury the kind of years I've been with him. So he had, like he was in the 2019 Shamey because he didn't get a full pre preseason and stuff under him like that. But um. You know, obviously an unbelievable player, but no, I'm gonna say Noel and uh the best player I've come up against. Um I suppose geez, there's been a there's been a lot uh in, in just this year alone. So look, I'd probably say Keen Lynch is probably the best player I've come up against. Um even played against him underage when I was minor and he was exceptional minor as well. Yeah. And then to go to rugby I suppose the best player I, I played with, um, Peter Manning, uh, obviously an unbelievable leader and everything like that. And then the best player I came up against was Will Jordan, uh, the new New Zealand fullback. So I played against him in the Under-20 World Cup. Yeah, uh, he was a, he was a year young. I think he scored hat against or something. So uh, yeah. he was fairly decent then as well. Yeah. Are we going to win the World Cup? Um, geez, I yeah, I I I'd give him a, a fierce chance. I suppose it's probably 
how the manage sex then now with missing a few games and um, he's probably going to have to play in all the group games and yeah. so I was trying to keep him as fresh as possible obviously he's massive to Ireland um, do you know there's probably no player that can go in he's probably the one irreplaceable player on that team yeah um, but then I suppose it's if we get to a quarter we could we, we could meet New Zealand isn't it New Zealand oh, are friends disaster yeah man. so like do you know I, can't I think you get over the quarter final, you have a right chance. But yeah. like, that's always been Ireland's uh, Achilles yeah. heel, I suppose. Yeah, but the draw is a disaster, like, you know, like, it's never, they, they, they fucked it up, like, you know, that, like, mm. oh, we end up getting New Zealand or France. But anyway, <laughs> um, I suppose then another question I'd like to ask is that um, if you have any advice for a young up and coming hurler or sports person, what advice would you give them? Um, well, I suppose we touched on it earlier, um, is. I definitely say play as many sports as you yeah. can because um you'll just you'll you'll pick loads from from each game that will benefit you in the game you want to stick at going forward. Um I suppose as well, you know, enjoy enjoy every bit of it when, when you're um when you're a young fella because it's not um as competitive as yeah as what it is now. Um say when you when you get older and I suppose intercounty hurling is um is a kind of it's a results kind of driven uh game because you're out there to, to win every single match you're in whereas when you're younger you're there to enjoy it and learn as much as you can so yeah. i suppose look listen listen to the people that are over you because they're putting a lot of time and effort into you listen to them enjoy enjoy it as much as you can and try to make as many friends as you can as well because like even i know from i suppose when I've been under fourteen with with tip and stuff like that, like I I'm still really really friendly with with those lads. Um, even though they might be on the tip hurling team now, but you know you still really we'll keep in contact with them. So you make um a lot of connections there and yeah um stuff like that. But yeah, I suppose the main one for me would be uh play as many sports as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I know you'd be pulling dragged everywhere, but it's yeah. enjoyable pulling and dragged. It's it's better than being sitting in watching TV. That's true. What uh, I suppose will we see you playing with Tip? Hopefully, if you keep getting selected, would you like to play for another ten years? And one question that came in as well. I don't want to keep coming back to rugby because I know you're a hurler now, and I suppose a lot of hurling people are listening to this. But one question did come in is, do you ever see yourself going back playing the rugby? Um, look, geez, I I I would love to go back and play. Uh, I'm still actually signed to. To young monster, so they'd be still my, they'd still be my club. Uh, whether I get, you know, it's very hard to find time now, I suppose, because of the split season in in GA. Whereas, um, before you might have got a small bit of time. I know, uh, like I'm from Rasgrave, so the great John Carroll is from Rasgrave too, and I know in his off season he used to go out and play a small bit with the club. Yeah. Um, but if I got time and chance. I, I definitely would go and, and and play as much as I could, but it's just really hard now because it's probably October by the time the club season's over and you kind of do want at least a month off before you go back in with, with the inter-county setup. So hopefully I'll be called back in again next year. That's the point I was trying to make is that like, it is disappointing that like back in the day, it used to be like Paddy O'Shea, I even read his book. He played, he played with, he played a spell with Young Munster that you could go off and play other sports. Like I, I kind of ask all my GA guests this, like, is that like the likes of Offaly, right? You'll never see the likes of them again. And they used to be a great GA county, like, you know, mm. because the level and the money that's gone into the game now, like, you know? 
yeah, there's there like I don't know, it's just yeah, I suppose there's so much put into it now, but I suppose you say you can kind of see awfully coming again though. Like they're 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 um they were in a Joe Mac final. To be honest, I think they were unlucky to lose. They didn't play to the best they could that day. Yeah. But they hit over twenty wides, like which is obviously criminal in a in a, in a final. But then you see their their minor team and twenty team that are kind of coming through, and a lot of those that's had two more years left in under twenty, so they have a lot of time to sell out and develop. Um, you can see the kind of structures put in place. So I'd imagine they're going to be on a good S and C program. You always hear your man, um, Adam Sweeney's too small yeah. to play a senior in County Hurling. Well, we've had him in a club game this year and he scored uh one six. So I can tell you he's well able to hold his own at um at that level. So uh you know, I suppose he, he's not massive in height and he is quite small at the minute, but he has time to put on size. Um so you know it's good to it's good to see other counties like that kind of yeah. coming through and it's it can only improve hurling um going forward because it just makes things so competitive uh, and like I suppose as I said earlier in Munster we're really lucky that everything is really competitive yeah. um but you know it'd be great for the game in in Leinster to have have Offaly maybe getting back up to the top table again in in GA no definitely and hopefully I suppose uh, two last things then I suppose uh, Alan is that I suppose just a word on I suppose our common ground here is Shoshin College Rashley did you do the the full five or six years there did you and did you enjoy I, it? I so, and uh, you know, you know, you know yourself when the lads from Rasgrave go out to get a bit of slagging, and yeah, from, well, there was there was no the Ros- in the school. There was no Rosers in my year, like you know. So. Yeah, so there, so we were called dirty Rosers by uh, the lads in the school, and um, but also when you went to when you went to the school out there by the lads in the town, you were called a posh boy because right. you were going to a private school. Yeah, so yeah. when I was when I was leaving and. Um, primary school I didn't want to be called a posh boy so I went up to the class to Oval for for two years and so I, I done I done two years there but I was very young from a year so I was a year and a half younger than most lads in say yeah. in first year in, in the class to Oval and and then my my father would have been over the senior cup team in Ross Gray um, and they got to a senior cup final when I was in second year in school. So 2011, I think it would have been, they were in the senior cup final. Um, yeah. And I would have went to that, obviously. And I just thought, geez, that, that's unbelievable. And um, said to my mother, go home in the car that day. Here, I want to kind of go out there. And right. um, so that was the start of it. Um, and... Yeah, went went out there. So I stayed back in second year then. So I stayed back here. Uh, so I done obviously five years out there, um, but didn't wasn't there from first year. But I I, I actually didn't board in school. Um, I was allowed to go home after study ten o'clock at night. So uh, yeah. my my dad was working out there. So yeah, well the fellas from Cork didn't have that luxury, like you know. But, no, no. What they uh, actually do? What's great is there are a lot of good hurlers and good rugby players. Like I'm just thinking, you know, Connor Phelan now, who's who's still in the Kilkenny management. He was when I was in first, second year. He was in sixth year. Do you know he's assistant to uh, Derek Lynn? Derek Lynn, yeah. yeah. So he's he was a very good hurler, like you know. Yeah, and, sure. Like, but there, well, back in the day, it was it was more of a kind of a, a hurling college. I know. What was? Do you know Hugh? Did you ever hear of Hubie? Did you? Hugh McDonald? No. Yeah, sure. You. That's like he. He's from. 
Ross Graham, man, like he would have been, so he done massive work for um did, yeah. for the school out there in in hurling terms. Um, I think they're, I think they're they have a fairly big appointment for next year. I'm not sure who it is, but I kind of heard there's some big kind of going in 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 the hurling circle out there. Um, anyway. but but yeah, no, there's uh there's there's definitely you know lads who are John O'Brien was there, Seamus Hennessy. Yeah, uh, they would have all have all earned a medal for tip. Paddy O'Brien, who like he would have hurled for tip, and then even when I was in the school, we would have had Jack Canning, who's Joe's nephew. Yeah, and um, so we when I was in school, say we won the All Ireland that year and the Senior Cup. That was only it was All Ireland C, but um, yeah. you know it was a it was a fair old achievement to do both in the in oh, one year. Definitely, like you know. So look. Alan, I'll finish on this. This is my quick fire questions that I give to all the guests. All right. Perfect. So, uh, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is uh, my mother's carbonara. How often do you do your dirty laundry? Um, I would probably say never. Yeah, yeah <laughs> mother does that. It says. <laughs> uh, who would play you in a movie? Uh, I'll say uh, Channing Tatum. Leg day or chest day? Oh, chest day. Favourite thing to do on your day off? Uh, um, just relax, really. Um, yeah, play the PlayStation, relax. Favourite film? My favourite film is probably Cool Runnings. Go-to karaoke song? Uh, go-to karaoke song? I suppose uh, Shaggy Angel. Uh, biggest fear? My biggest fear? Um, snakes. Right. What's your weakness? Uh, my weakness, definitely ice cream. What's something you've never tried but want to? I'd love to do a skydive. Right. And best book you ever read? Best book? Um, I thought... Uh, I actually thought Dunnock Helen's one was, was, was fairly decent. Uh, win the World Cup or win the Masters? Add uh, World Cup. And finally, uh, Westlife or Boys? I go Westlife. Seen him when I was younger. Alright. No bother, Alan. I'm sure you'll have a few more tip hurlers lined up for me in the future to come on the pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're full of chat, so yeah, yeah. get as many as you can. Uh, thanks a billion, Alan. No bother, Alan. Wow. And thanks for listening. And thanks again to Alan Tynan for coming on the podcast. Um, she's a mother of a long, long time now. But he was part of that schools team that won the Leinster schools for the first time. A massive achievement. But uh, obviously he had a good career in rugby, but he went on now. And he's gone on to be a great hurler for Tipperary. He's had a great championship. So I hope he really pushes on now in the hurling. Great to see some great hurlers came out of that school. And obviously good rugby players. So uh, thanks again to Alan for coming on the pod. Hopefully he'll throw me over a few tip hurlers every now and again. We had Michael, Michael Breen on before. Um, until next time, we'll have someone else in the world of sport on. Remember, you can get this podcast on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Neville Donoghue. Thanks for listening, and I'm out of here.